0: So the next best thing was just to get a pistol and end it. And I sat at my house for three days straight. No sleep, didn't eat, didn't drink anything with a pistol on my coffee table, just rocking back and forth. Picked that pistol up many times. It was just, again, like I didn't know how to handle it.
1: Welcome to the Winners on the Way Show. I am your host, Trent Clark. This is episode 14, Servant Leadership with Kevin Santiago, part two kevin's life story is one of amazement after having a college and pro baseball career then unexpectedly struggling in business in his personal life he turned to many challenges of alcohol and then ultimately a poor decision after suicidal thoughts that led him to prison. But he found the way, the truth, and the life following Jesus Christ. And he is doing that now as a coach and as a follower. You will not want to miss as he walks us through finding his life purpose through Jesus Christ, what happens inside the prison, developing his prison ministry, and why his quote Society's starving for authenticity and genuineness. Listen as Kevin shines some light on a tough challenge and how he's coming through on the other side with redemption let's talk about something you just touched on really important like my heart and my head what happens when those two are incongruent right like because my head says heck yeah like no prison i'm down with it." but your heart's going eh that's not okay bro
0: like you know better yeah it's tough it's almost it i mean it's an internal war like i mean the initial like i said the initial response was hell yeah like we're good but like right away and i and like i referenced like my my union mouth because i remember like listening to eminem working out and like after a while like the holy spirit was just working inside me like when every time i cursed you know and i just Mm. i remember reaching out to bobby like why does it hurt when i swear now you know and he's just Mm. like keep reading your bible just keep reading your bible you know so that was the same warfare i was having on that day like i'm like cool and yeah. then right, right away, the Holy Spirit's like, no, the right thing to do is this. When it, that, hit, it hit, it hit hard. It's so it's so interesting because I just read something about this with a couple, right?
1: Who you know fell in love at a young age, stayed pure into this thing, started their marriage in the right way. And it was very intriguing to me that the guy had been in just like, like the chemical reaction of their marriage being in pure and in sync with, with their faith and everything they did and, and quote unquote... You know, abstinence, doing it the right way, all that stuff, right? He talked about how I would hurt going away on business trips, like being away from her. Like I felt like this connectedness that I don't think a lot of people feel anymore in marriages because we come into it pretty broken, right? And he talked about that. But one of the things that he talked about that really just stuck with me was, hey, the first time I was, a, you know, not the first time, but one of these times he's away, time away from home after a couple of years, someone says, hey, check out this pornographic image, and he was repulsed by it. And I'm like, whoa, I don't I don't know too many men who who aren't intrigued by it. right? right, like, right. A, repulsion is not the usual response people get right. It's like, whoa show me more. I want some of that. Like I'm interested, I'm intrigued. And, and our society's like, yeah, I'm a man. Let's, let's go to, you know, something society says is cool and, and manly and testosterone like, right? right. And right. he was like, almost physically ill is what he said about it. And I thought, man, I would, I, I would love, and I, and I haven't had, I've never had, and of course, as a 51 year old man, I have had images in front of me, of course. And so, um, I've never, I've never had that feeling. I've never, I, I mean, of a repulsion where I felt physically ill. Now, listen, I could I turn away. I'm not intrigued by that. At the same time, there's a time, right. That, that didn't feel so, Hey, let me walk away. Uh, I'm walking away, but you know, how far do I get? I can still see it. <laughs> you know, you know right. like. I don't know that I'm running away, right? Right. You know, no tools in my toolbox, right? And so I was like, so that's interesting that you talk about this. Like now, like I have a different level of like, ooh, that automatically is a negative for me. It it just feels wrong. It triggers something inside me that says that I've never had before. So the tools are
0: changing. And it was interesting you brought that up because like last night, you know, coaching first base and you know, we we had a pretty nice crowd, dollar beers, you know, like, Oh, dollar beer night. That's always.
1: (laughs) All right. So the rowdies
0: are out and, you know, they're, they're yelling at me at first base, you know, left hand for a woman's rear end and a right hand for a woman's chest. Right. Like I just shook my head. Like for me, it's disappointing. Um, Yeah. You know, especially in independent ball, like there's a lot of kids running around. Yes. Things like that. And I, and I get the fun of it. You know, but they're only like I've I saw that same script from a major league game, right? Like, so yeah, they're not even original about it, you know? Um, Right. But that's where we're at today. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's okay to do that in front of kids. Um, and I just wasn't going to participate in it as much as much as it wasn't a big deal, right? Like no, like yeah, like nobody probably would have thought about it a week from now if I did but I don't know. Yeah, it's,
1: it's funny, you know, having children, um, I'm one of those guys who says things, right? Like my kids are there. I'm like, Hey, kids present. Like my dad did. Right. Like my dad, like when kids were around and someone started saying something now, granted, <laughs> it's just the seventies. Right. <laughs> right. but like, But like, man, my dad was like, Hey buddy, not okay. And like, you just got the tone. Like the guy was like, I never saw someone challenge my dad. My dad's like five, six, 170 pounds. Right. Like this right. is not like a large man. Right? right. But like the tone was authoritative. Right. Yep. And I embarrassed the snot out of my kids. Like I got kids sitting in front of me in a movie theater, dropping F-bombs. I'm like, Oh no. Yeah. Like I'm sitting with my kids, man. Like, Hey, clean it up boys. Right. Like I'm not having it and right. and they're like uh uh sorry you know I, I don't have people challenging me but i know when i talk about that like i think a lot of people in society won't say anything they just like oh wow well, I, don't, I don't you know something could happen right well, something's already happening that's not okay right you know and some sometimes that tolerance is acceptance yep
0: yep
1: so it's a tough deal and and i get it that you're not <laughs> maybe stand up in front of you know 4,000 people here at the, you know, but like, I appreciate that, you know, Hey, my role is I'm not going to partake. Right. Not. Okay. I love it. All right. So let's, before we come like post, right. You I'm reminded quickly of, of some of the, I'd like you to share a story a little bit about your prison ministry, because I I recently read Chuck Colson's book, born again, Chuck Colson was, you know, Nixon's right hand, Mm -hmm. right. In the seventies. And of course, also the fall guy, <laughs> you know, like uh, the guy who took it and started a prison ministry, right? I mean, that's what he did. And, uh, you know, it's it's, it's uh, it was amazing to hear the stories of his life there, uh, which is a good portion of the book, talking about like people being there that didn't even know why they were there because the system had somewhat let them down. Like they didn't know how to read and write. They were just say, hey, you were charged for this. And they were like, uh, I don't know, and lost their livelihoods, lost their ability to provide for their families. It was challenging, but definitely a guy who was willing to step out and be a light in a dark environment. And, and d- does not describe it as easy as well. <laughs> you know, I think that was for sure. But uh, why, don't, why don't you speak to a little bit of your time in that prison ministry? I I know you've had a chance to share with some people and, and, and life changed some things for you how you could be positive for somebody else.
0: Yeah, so you know, I, I got sentenced, I did uh, sentence to three and a half years. So I was like armored up, ready to go. And Bobby and, and Paul really set that foundation, um, of what a Bible study looked like, you know, and then I think, you know, we, we were meeting with, you know, Jason Walsh and those guys, uh, on Fridays. Right. Um, and then we were going to, uh, the men's group on Saturdays, right? Like six, 60 guys right there, like really authentic guys, like, sharing their struggles and being in the support system, right? Like what the church is called to do, you know, so I go in and I already had an idea of what it looked like. Right. So I, w- I wouldn't say it was too difficult, but like you were saying, like the system really failed people. Like no matter how many programs you put in there, it, it's not going to change. Evil's in there. Evil's not like the only way you're going to change that is through the heart. Like I, I saw two or three guys, like, again, I, I did six, 16, 18 months in there. I saw two or three guys like come back. In time, yeah, in America, that time, they left and were already back. Yeah, like breaking parole, stuff like that, you know, and it's just, uh, it, again, it's disappointing. But so, And you're in a state prison. Yeah. It was just one of those things, like, made it known that I was a Christian. There's a lot of Christians on, on deck, and I'm not, like, tooting my own horn, but, like, you know, we would go to chapel on Sundays, and then guys would come back and watch Empire and talk about what they would do to— so, and so on the show yeah yeah, yeah right, right right again it was disappointing god's standard and I, I knew my need for jesus christ in my life and i knew i was there for a purpose and that was it i wasn't there to make friends or anything like just be the light So we got started i remember it came early like i got challenged you know from different religious groups i guess you can say and i'm not a guy to talk about things i'm like if like don't give me a warning mm-hmm. Don't tell me what you're going to do. Just do it. And this is out in the hallway when we're cleaning our rooms and it's stuff. And, you know, I got challenged twice like that. I'm like, stop telling me what you're going to do to me and just do it already. Like if we're going to go, we're going to go. So that just bought a lot of respect, I guess, when I got, when I was on deck, you know, so then we just start, I started a Bible study. It started with like me and two other guys it grew to about 12 guys, you know, up and down throughout you know, guys were leaving and stuff. But I remember one guy, like it, it's exhausting, right? Like you see these guys and you're trying to build them up and get them a solid foundation. And and that's the thing is like, everybody's at different stages in their faith, right? Like yeah, they're, they're still young, so to speak, as compared to where I was at, or I just had better training or whatever it was, you know? So it was exhausting listening to these guys and try to be a support system for them. Uh, cause they, they wanted it, you know, it was real. So, you know, I, and I just remember praying there, there's a, there's a prayer in, in the Bible, a prayer Jabez, uh, that asked to increase territory. I remember praying that in my territory did increase, but I also prayed for, you know, I, I needed to see the fruit of my labor, right? Like all this work that I was doing with these guys, like I needed something like two weeks later, this guy will get, get shipped in about a month into it, we're, we're just kind of doing whatever. He came up to me and he's like, hey man, I heard you're the Christian on deck. Like, you know, do you mind if we talk? And I was like, no, man, like that's, let's do it. And told me like he lost his dad like 10 years prior uh, in, an, in an automobile accident, like not drug related or alcohol related or anything. Um, <laughs> so wrote, pretty
1: young guy when that happened, pretty young.
0: Okay. Yeah, but he, he wrote he wrote God a letter talking about how much he hated him, uh, mm. for taking his dad. Since, since then will had like five DUIs. He was getting blackout drunk. Like he didn't care if he killed somebody. He didn't care if he died or any, like he just, he was over it. So him and I met every week. Um, he would call we would do decks. Uh, Bible study, like everybody. Does he have people outside waiting for him? Like, does he have people in his life that... didn't at the time. Like, he had his sister and mom, but... Okay, got it. uh, So him and I, we did did a special Bible study, just him and I one-on-one, and we went through the book of James talking about trials and... About that, like, just do what it says, right? So... um, Well, the trials, just pure joy.
1: (laughs) It's pure joy right there, you know? Consider it pure joy, these trials. Like, I can imagine that you and Will are sitting there going... This is so joyful. We're both right. in prison and how joyful we
0: are that we get to go through these trials, right? right? Right, yeah, so so Will, I, I was able to see like huge change in his heart as with every week, you know, and he started getting that tug on when he would swear and stuff. And, and it was just cool to see, um, you know, so I, I got out like November 9th or 11th and he got out the day before Thanksgiving in the same year. So he reached out to me on Facebook, and he was just like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, you saved another man's life in there. Like I have a completely different outlook on life. I understand God works and we just don't, we don't have to know why sometimes he doesn't reveal it to us. He's like, if I just, I'm ready to do this. So I would check in on him every now and then, and he was a supervisor. He was a foreman at his doing carpentry work, framing, building houses. He was getting married. He had, a, or he got married, had a kid on the way. He was going to marriage retreats, like just to build that foundation, you know, that that marriage marriage foundation, and and it was awesome, man. And I get more joy from seeing that than you know anything that the, this world has to offer. You know, watching watching a Big Ten championship game, my Buckeyes roll rolling around and and just tearing tearing teams up, but it's like, yeah, that's fun. But I get so much joy. It's like a two week high for me, man. When when guys are like when you when you see that change in her heart and her change in her life you know it's just powerful
1: it's good let's uh let me ask you a question like looking back what would you have done differently you think you could have avoided it all do you think you needed this in your life like would you have done something differently
0: (laughs) no the like the life the life i'm living now is so peaceful like there's wants like I, i want more money i want this i want that but it doesn't, it doesn't bring me that joy and that peace. Like, I'm not striving. Like I've had the money, the house, the car to Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's not that I don't want it anymore. Like that, that'd be great. But touching guys, hearts, being here, like on the field, like I, I tell everybody, like, I get to go to work today. Right. Like, I think you met Alex, uh, mental skills coach at St. Xavier. Like she just, got hired on with the Brewers and I was talking to her last yesterday and I was just like, Hey, we both get to go to work now. Cause she, not that she wasn't happy, but she wasn't. And now she's at the Brewers complex out in Scottsdale. And I was like, yeah, we both get to go to work now, you know? So to change anything, I, I wouldn't, I see so many things that happened in my life where God was trying to get my attention and I was just so headed and yeah. I needed this in my life. I mean, I I remember sharing, sharing my testimony at a church, uh, in Hammond, Indiana with a guy that prayed for me in 2007. Um, you know, that would come to Christ. And so I went there and, and he's, he's like, Hey, do you want to share a little bit of your testimony? I'm like, nah, some other time, man. We're like, we're good. Uh, I was just here to see you and he wasn't even (laughs) preaching that day. And again, like, as soon as he got up there to talk and kind of see everybody out, like the Holy Spirit's just like wrenching me. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: So I tell him, like, hammer, I'll talk. So I get up there, like a little five minute thing about what happened, talked about my suicide and or the, my thoughts and, you know, depression and stuff. And there was a kid there that bet, like tried committing suicide that week. And his mom reached out to me and just like he was completely moved by my heart. Since then, he's gotten baptized and completely changed his life, and just different outlook and stuff. You know, got so, some hope. Yeah, he had some hope, but yeah, like to see how God's tried to get a hold of me, how He's got a hold of me, and then how He's used me. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd still go through it all. You know, and I told my buddies that too. You know, I mean, society says drink, like go ahead and drink, but don't drive. Right. Like, you know, so, I mean, I think we've all been at that point where we on that line, like I'm all right. Um, You know, and all my buddies have families and kids, you know, wives, you know, and I, it was a big wake up for them. You know, they, they, I was going to say that I don't know if you get to our age in
1: the forties or fifties that you don't know friends. That have had an alcohol related death i mean whether it's um you know a kid uh, a a friend of the family who who leaves a graduation party and jacks it up and loses a whole future a whole life ahead of them right Mm -hmm. or uh friends i grew up with who you know make an error with all a bunch of young families and one person who probably shouldn't have been where they should have been and and uh you know tragic right like cuz it's the impact is you know multiple people you know wives kids i mean it's just i just don't know if i i know anyone that comes our age that doesn't have that impact in their life somehow
0: yeah and they you know they were just like it was a big wake up for us you know i know two guys two two buddies of mine that are just like i'm i'm just done i don't need it, uh, it there's too much at risk now you know cuz it was too close to home um and i've told them like like, I'm going through this for you, right? If the, if this wakes up two or three guys, then it's all worth it.
1: Why don't you, let's let's do a quick Q&A before we finish up here. What is, uh, describe being the leader you want to be.
0: That leader is just that. It's funny because, like, I, I look at, you know, the players on the field, right? And you have the pitchers uh, and the hitters. And then, you know, there's there's the manager that manages all of it right? And you got your pitching coach and you got your hitting coach. So for me, I think the leadership on my end, you know, I think the manager has to be pretty even keel, not too uh, high, not too low. Pitching coach, like, you know, you know, pitchers, especially lefties are kind of quirky (laughs) stuff, you know? So I think, I think a pitching coach kind of has to be that. And then we know, we all know like the hitting side of it is just very negative. So like for me, I drive our, our skip pretty nuts about how positive I am you know, like guys are always like, Hey, can you, can you come in? Can you come in? Can you come in? And like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he's like, you know, you don't have to do this every single day. Like you can organize it better. I'm like, you're right. I can't, but I want them to be who they are and I will be there for them. Whatever. Meet, a, meet, meet them where they're at. Right. So usually I'm at the yard like about a half hour ago. Like I'm finally, I just get in guys will start coming in one 30, two o'clock. And we do that, uh, you know, do some early work stuff. Um, and I didn't have anything on the schedule today other than lunch, my favorite barbecue joint down the street, uh, <laughs> at two. And you know, one of the players hits me up last night, like, Hey, Sonny, can we? can we, are you going to be at the field? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be there till late though. You know, I'm like, what's up? He's like, I just want to see if we can get some early work in. Absolutely. I'll be there at three o'clock. Let's get it in before BP. Yeah. Uh, Things like that. So that servant, like, like we talked earlier, like that servant leadership, you know, being positive, like smiling, like letting them know that everything's all right. You know, I had a guy smoke two balls yesterday. Uh, We were really working on some things and it kind of, kind of finally saw it play out yesterday. They didn't result in anything other than on on the data comes up as 106 off the bat. You know and he was kind of down and he's like you know i got nothing to show for it i'm like you don't need anything to show for it like yeah like if you need if you need raw data like here it is like the hardest ball you hit in since we the since the season started right um but again it's just pulling up next to them meeting them where they're at and like hey let's go like we're in this together right like same yeah. thing with the championship team in 18. like those guys saw how much i worked right like just whatever they needed. Like, let's go, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I didn't have a lot of knowledge at the time. The game had changed a little bit. I had kept up on some of it. And I explained that to them. Like, I don't, I don't have all the answers. I I still tell the guys this, like, you have plenty of friends that are are involved in baseball. I have plenty of friends that are involved in baseball and we're, we're gonna figure this thing out. Like, Like, learning. but I'm the first one to say no idea.
1: Yeah, I think that lifelong learning never stops, whatever career you're in. And for people who don't know baseball, the reason Kevin says hitting's negative is that hitting is, uh, you know, 70% failure, and that means you're an (laughs) all-star, right? So there's a lot of 80% failure, not uncommon, called the Mendoza line, which um, is kind of the break or, you know, make of any kind of organization. If you can't hit that line, then you probably... Shouldn't be where you're at, right? So it's a very fractional deal. I mean, you're talking about, you know, two hits to three hits is from not ever being able to go out and play again to six million dollars a year. (laughs) So that's a very fractional deal. So you can imagine what happens over a hundred at bats, you know, it's, um becomes very important, and there is I think it, I think it's one of the reasons children are leaving Little League is that uh, it's it's a lot of negative. It's not you don't go out there and get success every time. You have to work at it, which is one of the reasons I love about the game. I, I love that it doesn't come so easy. That it, you know, there's some there's some um, you know stick to itiveness. There's some there's some uh, perseverance that's required to be successful. But I, I will tell you the one thing that I always learned from, I mean, I can't imagine something walking up at that top level, even at the high school level, right? Who goes, well, that was too hard. I will, I'll be taking myself out of the game after the first inning and I won't be trying anymore. Right. right. Yet in society, we do that all the time. Right? Like, Hey, listen, I picked up the guitar and I tried to strum it once. It didn't work out. So I'm not doing it again. Well, hold on. Wait, like, no, 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 you're going to get to do it four more, five of my times. Let's see how it shakes out. Like we got to get the reps. We got to practice. And, and that, that kind of goes to anything to get that success level.
0: I've bought two acoustic ta- guitars in my lifetime. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm going to learn how to play this thing. And I never did, but I think again, it goes back to, uh, having that support, having somebody there that can help you and, you know, figure it out together right yeah
1: well someone's supporting you going hey man that's your first chord that sounded all right like let's keep going right Right. like this is good you know you you, what's the positive side of it yeah i'm uh you know i'm no eddie van halen yet but um you know i'm i'm I'm, I'm learning i'm trying to get her right you know right yeah
0: having having self-awareness is is key when you
1: <laughs> Well, and I think you learned along your journey, right? You know, part of that self-awareness around your pride and arrogance and how that maybe didn't serve you yep. as a young man like you'd hoped. And, and as athletes, by the way, some of that serves us, right? That confidence level, and and there's this there's this really fine line of confidence to arrogance, and you cross it. And it's like, you can't go back, right? It's like, oh no, like I'm on the other side of the fence and no one will let me back in, right? And uh, and it's a little, it's a, but people don't know it, right? They don't even know they crossed the line yet. And yeah. uh, so so that's, I think a big part of that self-awareness, which part of your lesson. But um, let's, um, before we finish here, I want you to, anything that um, we didn't cover, you know, it's time for the best way to win. I mean, is there something you want to share with folks that listeners that we didn't touch on today? Like, Hey, I, I'm always reminded of the McChesney and from four disciplines of execution winners, when shown data that they are losing, find a way to win. I mean, what's, what do you think your best way is to overcome that when things aren't going the right direction? What do you, what, what's your kind of go-to and what do you tell these young folks that you're working with?
0: Well, I think. Like my, my thing is just figure it out. Right. Like how by any means necessary. Right. Like you call your guys, I'll call my guys. Let's look at the data. Let's look at your swing. Let's look at video. Figure it out. Is it mental? Right. Like where, where are we at? What are you doing when you get in the box? Are you resetting every pitch? Uh, what's your approach at? Like, right. Like, and sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes they're just under the ball right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just swung through it. Sometimes bug got in her eye and they're just swinging because they couldn't see whatever. Like when you say figure it out, I mean, it sounds like to me, you're saying I take
1: an inventory of the eight things that's required of you to be, to be successful in the box, let's say, okay. As a hitter. So you say, all right, inventory. Mentally, are you ready? Physically, are you prepared? You know, have you done the reps? Is your swing where you want it to be? You know, let's look at the video from where you were when you were going well to when you weren't going well. I mean, you have you have eight or 10 triggers, video, all sorts of things that you look at data to figure out like, hey, here's, here's one of the eight that it's not there. Right. Like you, and, right. and until we get, cause, cause we know in hitting, like all those eight kind of got to align, right. We're back right. to heart and head, right. They got to kind of align right. to, to make it go forward.
0: Right. You know, I got, I got one guy that's a returner from nine, our 19 season. And you know, he had a pretty good season and he's struggling right now. He's not doing the same stuff that he did in 19. And I was like, well, as what, far as
1: preparedness. Yep.
0: Routine's different. And we, we talked about it, you know, skip had a, uh, one of his younger kids from his travel org, uh, out here. And, you know, we sent him out to the infield with this player and, you know, they were just talking and, he, and the player comes in and he's like, Sonny, I haven't been sticking to my routine that I did for the last two off seasons. Like I, I knew it changed, but I just thought it was what you were doing. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm not doing that at all. Right. So like at that moment, he figured it, well, figured it out. Hopefully. Um, yeah, with, we're two games past that and uh, you're starting to hit the ball a little bit harder, but yeah, but there's definitely some checkpoints that we hit. And again, that's where self-awareness comes in. You know, like the player can say like, yeah, I'm, I'm locked in or, you know, I'm positive. I I, I got that positive self-talk, but your body language is telling me something different, right? Yeah. Like, you're lying to yourself, you know, just things like that. Like, you know, like you said, there's checkpoints that we, we touch on and yeah, from that point on, we try to figure it out from there. Well, I think it's a good example of, you know, we don't, we
1: don't go running away from what worked before. Like we don't go running away from good routines. You know, we drift on it. Right. Like we right. all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, yeah, I haven't really been doing up. I you know I wake up an hour later and I always feel like I'm behind and you know, I didn't, I didn't get my prep work in. So because I woke up, I don't eat as well in the morning and you know, it's just downstroke of like, Hey, what works and little changes you know, or big things, you know, I, and I, and when I talk about that drift, I'm, I'm often reminded of the, the flight to LA to New York. If you miss it by one click right on dial of setting it, you know, you land in DC, right? <laughs> like, like it's like, you know, it's just a little drift. Like, well, <laughs> you know, you land way off, bro. Like, like it's, it's you do, you are not getting to the destination that you want to go to. And that, and that's, and that's just, you know, one degree off. Yep. In that mark. Right. Cause that's a, that's a length. Right. And so of course you and I both know that, you know, we're probably four or five degrees off. So, you know, Hey, I, I was headed for Denver and landed in Austin. What the hell right. happened? Right. Like, you know, like, Yeah. Um, not good. Like we're drifting faster in a shorter duration because we're, we're a couple clicks off. Right. Right. And, All it, right, and let's,
0: but it goes, go it goes the same way too, in a positive direction. Like, you know, these guys are here, because they lost who they are like you know some guys didn't get drafted some guys got released from affiliated clubs uh and they kind of lost who they w- were you know so when they get here it's like hey let's get back to who, who who you were when you got drafted um but at the same time like we have to make adjustments to get you back there you know what i mean so we have to drift off from who they were on a positive note
1: yes you no know? so- yeah sure up those areas that that take you outside of of that pathway of where you want to go. Right. Right. And, and yeah, sometimes we don't even know what those are. All right. Before we go, I'm going to give, I'd like to hear your favorite verse quote, go to, what do you go to? What do you live by? What do you recommend when things are down? What kind of sets you back on your foundation? For me, I want to thank Kevin Santiago before we go. And he tells me this for coming on. Kevin, you're just a special guy to me. You inspire me every day, and I'm thrilled. For everyone else, please follow the YouTube live show Leadershipity channel. Winners find a way. We are on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can find us either at Leadershipity or at Trent M. Clark. Those are all my handles on social, leadershipity.com is our website. Look for our upcoming ebook, The Pyramid of Leadershipity. Excited about that. If you want to talk to me about how we build and help teams win uh, with your organizations looking to get better and leaders, um, DM or email me and we showed how to win with great teams. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate us five stars, subscribe to the channel, get on winners, find a way we work hard to bring you 1% content and like Kevin, of course, did not disappoint. Always oh, so good, my man. So tell me your go-to.
0: What is, uh, what's your thing, man? Well, it's not my go-to, but my favorite quote is from you. Oh. When it's, I got a hard stop at one o'clock.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard and we, stop.
0: never hit it. Never hit it. <laughs> <Never> They're <hit it. laughs> Not together. Not like not way together. over. No, but my, my, my quote for me to kind of get my my bearings my foundation is uh comes from james one twelve, uh blesses the man who perseveres through trials nice uh, you know it's it's uh everybody's going through something and yes. it doesn't have to be this huge accident it's just seven to 14 years right it can be you know marriage stuff
1: yeah
0: like struggling to find a gift right? like yeah um you know it can it can be you know, eating better, just little yep. things throughout the day, you know, those are all trials. It's a, it's, it's yeah. something that everybody's dealing with. Yeah. But you're blessed when you persevere through that stuff, you know? And, and I once asked my counselor, I said, you know, and that, that was another thing too. Like I, I, I had her support from the get go. Uh, I was meeting with her sometimes twice, two, three times a week. Uh, it felt like, but, um, you know, I said, how, how does one not persevere through this? Right. Like I just felt like it was, I I didn't have a choice of getting through this. She's like, You did. You chose not to pull the trigger that night. Right. Yes. She's like, Yeah. So,
1: so, so half the decision, you know, I mean, I think that's a really important one, right? Because when we talk about these these decisions we make, it's not always the things we do. It's sometimes things we don't do. Right. That that are making decisions. That is persevering. Like, you know, for what we talked about earlier with pornography, not, not opening the computer. It's a big step right um you know and i think i think for all of us to remember just that kevin i think would be really valued everybody's going through something you know like i i know like when 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 health started changing for my for my parents you know and you you're like man i remember my dad as my baseball coach and the guy throwing bp for me and now i'm like i gotta help him you know do simple things. And it's like, man, this is like, he, he doesn't even look like my dad anymore. Like, you know, what would what, what, you go and do with my dad? Right. And, um, and, and it's just like, it weighs, right? It weighs on us. It, it's, and, and all of a sudden, you know, uh I find myself stressed and snapping at a cashier because I got to go back to the, you know, produce aisle to get something like, really like, man, like she doesn't know, like my dad's not well, and I'm stressed about her or, 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 you know, there's financial issues, whatever it is, right? Like, it doesn't matter everyone's got something, some grace for that, I think is a big deal mm-hmm. in our culture. I think a grace that, hey, let's take a step back and live, be a little bit more sympathetic, a little bit more empathetic to that because it's part of humanity, right? It's it's not easy, you know, no. <laughs> it's just not easy. Uh, my quote today, by the way, um, for you, I, I think about my quotes every week. Uh, it's really important, like I, I really wanna focus in on my guests for the week um, and my 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 quote, uh for you kevin was proverbs 19 21 uh many are the plans in a man's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails you know i as i think about that like i i know i'm one of these guys who's a planner i i got it in my mind how exactly how it's gonna go and then it never goes the way i think it's gonna go right <laughs> so you know i realized like hey all good plans
0: right um that reminds me of when we were going to, to meet with spezio right and right? we're driving <laughs> out there and you're like so what are we gonna talk about? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, does he, are you gonna tell him your story? I'm like, yeah. You're like, what happens if he asks us to leave? Like, don't we leave? Like <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why are we trying to figure this out? Like, it's already handled, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's right,
1: right? The Lord's <laughs> purpose, it's that it's that, that prevails, right? And so and 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 I think what you said important really early, like you don't have to understand it. I, I think that's okay, right? I think it's okay that you don't understand it. Um, so I, I'm always reminded of that because, uh, you know, as, as you've inspired me through this, um, that purpose has always prevailed for you. And I mean, I look at some things, I know we all got wants, man. I I would love to have this kind of car and man, I, you know, like this is the neighborhood I'd probably rather be in and all that, you know, okay. the grass is always greener. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't think I have any more needs left. I just got a lot of wants, like the rest yeah. of us Americans, right. You know, yeah. we don't have a lot of needs cause they're met, you know, right. um, and and part of that is that we realize that uh, there's a lot of great things. There's a lot of great things to be grateful for. And 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 what success to one person, as much as you say, um, hey, what somebody's going through, and having empathy and sympathy for that, I think there's also the hey, my idea of success is not Kevin's idea of success, is not my next door neighbor's success. I mean, is not someone coming out of university. We all got different identifiers of what we're going for. And I don't think any of them are necessarily wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're just, we're on a path to what we think is best for us. And I mean, having some respect and honor for that, I think is a big one, but in the end, you know, it may not be our purpose, right? And and we have to yield. Yeah, I remember,
0: uh, <clears throat> it, um someone reached out to me about starting um, like a development program and you know, we just, our, our, our thoughts about where it should go and how it should get there just didn't line up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, this is a chance for you to be successful. And he, kn- he knows my story, right? Like, yeah. And I'm like, but, but I already am. Yeah. Like I'm with, yeah. I'm with 24 guys every single day for five months. Right. And I'm constantly walking the walk, showing them got showing the light. Like if I have an opportunity to, to, you know, I had a discussion with a player, uh, yesterday, just a little bit about my story and t- get into details about it. But like that, for me, that's successful. Like I don't, wherever it's at, it doesn't have to be on the ball field. doesn't have to be in major league yeah. ballparks. Right. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in my major league season, right? Like this, this, this is it. You know, if I, if I go there, like it it doesn't matter where I'm at. I don't, I don't try, like, would it be great? Like, like you said, like, yeah, it'd be, be awesome if I was a major league coach, like, like if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm still successful every single place I'm at because it doesn't matter what level I'm at. And would you
1: change the way you go about your job? If you were, that's just geography, right? Right. Like whether you're working with these kids today in the frontier league or you're working over in Anaheim with me and the angels, like it's just geography, what we're doing and what we're, what our values are, what we're actually trying to accomplish, right? Right. There, there may be a couple of different strategies that may be different, Mm -hmm. but does that change who the person you are? No, I don't think so. I love it. Let's sign off on that, Kevin. I mean, I love it. Let's uh, let's end there. I mean, I'm just so thankful you coming on board. For everyone else, thank you for joining us today. Um, you will find us on our Leadership at a YouTube channel always. Thank you for joining us, Kevin. Thanks so much. For everybody else, see you next Friday, every Friday, 1230 Eastern, 930 AM Pacific, live on the Leadership of the YouTube channel. Winners find a way. We'll see you then. Thanks, Trent. Thank you for joining us for another Winners Find A Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark. If you love this episode, share this episode with your friends and follow us on whatever podcasting medium you're listening to. If you want more content from us, join us at leadershipity.com or the Leadershipity YouTube channel. You can find us on all the social media networks at either Trent M. Clark or Leadershipity for our award-winning workshop win with great teams you can find that page on linkedin as well as our corporate page leadershipity if you want to win more it starts with you today say it with me now i have what it takes